one. Um, okay, good evening. Okay. Good evening. Welcome to a Wednesday night session of Cat Space. I am Cat. This is Buckets. We would love to formally introduce two new of our dearest friends to the Cat Space family with us tonight. Uh, the wonderful Aaron Fleming, who is in Wales. And Brett Harvey, who is in Las Vegas. Welcome, welcome to our family. How are you both tonight? Um, I guess I'll go first. I'm doing really well. Good. Um, having a great night. Good. That's how we like it. Oh, um, right. how are you yeah. doing, Aaron? Uh, I'm I'm doing quite well. Just uh, got a, it's it's morning here. Oh, good morning. Yeah. <laughs> Today, tonight, or this morning, or this evening's episode is based on Big Brother Australia. Look, we've had Big Brother Australia since the very beginning of time here. It's basically like Vegemite. It's iconic. It's it's legendary. It's stalky, stalky, stalky. It's it's a staple in Australia's history. From the beginning of 2001 right up until 2014, it then took a massive break until the revival of Big Brother Australia on Channel 7 2020, and now we're about to hit all stops. First question, what was your favourite Big Brother season and why? Ooh, sh- shall I go first? Go first. Um, yeah. My favourite season was in 2012, I think, when Ben Norris won the series. And... Um, I just, I, just, I just like the 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 sort of old styly formats of of Big Brother like b- before it went to Channel Seven, obviously. Yeah. What about you, Brayden? Um. So I have currently been doing a re a rewatch of all the seasons. I'm currently on series four, but. From the things that I have seen, I will say series 10, which is 2013, team one, um, I would say iconic cast. Um, this just, it was the series that really got me into the show in the first place. So I'm really, it's, 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 it's a fond, I have fond memories of it. I think my favorite season of all time is season 12, which was online. Um, season 12 was, I felt we came back to originality. Like we had the naughty room, the tasks were better. You know, we had a cast that was full of surprises. Then Norris won, you know, we had the, the whole, you know, sort of Estelle versus Ben versus Stacker versus versus Layla and Sam when they got to the captain's quarters. I think season 12 was my favourite. Season 13 came with more surprises, which is uh, the Drew and Tully episode, which I believe they're back. Um, So those were mine. Second question, boys. With the All-Star series, do you think that... um, do you think that will excite new viewers into tuning in and sort of, you know, having fun with the current um, ex-housemates versus the new new housemates? What do you think? Um, I, I think they'll just like it if it's not 
a repeat because of what I've noticed about some of the big brothers is that they kind of repeat things that have happened in um, other countries, such as the Canadian big brother, which I really liked. I really liked the Canadian big brother and also um, uh, the, uh, I think it was the channel nine um, version of big brother. Um, I really did like the channel seven version of big brother, but I found that they kept repeating things that were in previous big brother. Like for example, yeah. um, hiding people um, into the walls and not quite voting them out. Yeah. But I, I still found it fun, but I, I want them to make one of the, the funnest bit about the whole big brother house was the element of surprise. So if they can keep pumping up original ideas, I think it's going to be a really fun show. What about you, Braden? Do you think they'll um, new viewers? I don't know about new viewers, though. Um, I mean, it's kind of been proven with, um, I guess, the last two series is that, yeah, we're getting younger people to watch, but it's not really engaging them enough. I think the, I think the show being pre-recorded is what's really setting the show back from doing so much more. And look, as much as I think it's great to have old faces to come back, as much as it, there should have been an all-star series so long ago, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just hope for the best, really, after the two previous series. So. Aaron? Um, well, I'm, I'm not um, sure about... Um, new viewers, but I think I think perhaps the the inclusion of um, previous housemates will entice maybe old older viewers to maybe start enjoying the show again. Good idea. Yeah. Third question: Who were your favorite past contestants? Like, let's talk about let let's not just include new ones from Chelsea, let's let's dig way back. Let's dissect the whole past from the present. For me, Drew and Tully, it's uh, Ben, it's Layla, it's Josh, it's um, Reggie, Reggie, it's, you know, Trevor. It, you know, let, let's dissect the importance of past. Who is, who, who were your favourite past contestants, Aaron? Oh, I... I did like Tim when he when he was in there. He he played the he I think I think he sort of set sets the bar high for like the the past season the seasons that went after after his ones. So yeah, I think he sets the bar quite high. Do you have a favorite? Uh, I have actually two favorites. So I loved Danny. I mean, I used to hate Danny yeah. in the beginning, and I think everyone hated Danny in the beginning. But then I kind of grew to kind of like him um, because he, to me, he felt like um, the typical um, uh, astro Aussie battler that kept battling the odds, and that's why I think I really liked Danny. But strangely, and I don't, I, I might be alone with this, but I actually really liked Kieran. And the reason why I really liked Kieran is that against all odds, he should have been kicked out from the very beginning um, because he was 
crap at um, pretty much every task. Um, and he was, um, you know, Larrican. he was in Larrican. He was, he was um, terrible at absolutely everything. Yet he still managed uh, in his own way um, to get some money out of it and leave um, on his yeah. terms. And I think that kind of built his um, resilience, even though a lot of people were thinking, I hate living with this guy, but if I don't keep him in the house, then someone stronger is basically going to knock me out. So for that reason, I need to keep this guy on my side. Um, otherwise, there's going to be someone more dangerous that's going to come after me. So I, I, I found it so interesting that even though he was the weakest player and appeared like he was the biggest, uh, or sorry, the weakest threat, um, he was also um, one of the few um, players that actually got something out of it. Um, so I, I, I think he was one of, I mean, he didn't really look it, but he was actually one of the most resilient mm. players that were on, on the game, I think. Right. Okay. Um, look, I, I think it's hard, personally, I think it's hard to judge um, the Channel 7 characters because we haven't really gotten to see them as much as the previous iteration, but I will say that Tim is definitely someone who stands out to me um, from 2013. I think that he is a very strategic player. He took something, he took the format that was supposed to be a social monopoly of the, the audience they're the ones we're the ones who decide who stays who goes he took that and completely turned it into something that you never ever ever think in your life um other names that come to mind um, obviously reggie i mean she is our first female winner i think she's someone who has never tried to hide who she is and she's always been herself 100%. And third person I like to mention is someone from 2005, right? All the way back to when I was literally three years old. So young, okay? And that is Vesna. Now, I've heard a little bit of a rumour that Vesna was supposed to be on the All-Star series and turns out she might not be and turns out she was cut out in the last minute but let me tell you something about Vesna she is just I mean the show at that point had basically turned into this Love Island before Love Island mm. was Love Island and she just took everything to a whole new level like she's just one of those people who you just want to party with you want to get out and you want to rave with and she's someone who's just unapologetically herself and to me being so young you know 20 I think there's a lot of relatability with her so yeah those are my three people beautiful let me throw some yeah. random questions your way I'm gonna make it a lot of fun does anyone remember Jamie Katie, the Logan twins, Tim Bernero, hot dogs, 
Does those things yeah. ring a bell? Do you remember that? Yeah. 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 How cheeky was hot dogs? He, I have to say, this guy went from Big Brother to his own game show to <laughs> being someone in real estate. Would I buy a house from him? I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> With that name, hot dogs. <laughs> Next question. Um, what would what would you like to see happen for future seasons? Go. Um, I, I'd, I'd probably like more outside influence. Like mm. I, I would like, um, uh, like one, one of the things I was saying before to Aaron and Kat was that, um, I don't know if you remember a show called House of Hell by Andrew Denton. And one of the things that they would do is they would get, um, they would uh, get people to ring up triple um, M which is a radio station, um, and get people to uh, um, suggest pranks and stuff like that um, for the contestant of House of Hell. And then a few late uh, years later, they created Big Brother, which is almost the same thing, only you're allowed to leave. So um, I, I would highly recommend that they allow the... Um, outside um, viewers to suggest games or um, pranks that they have to do that um, the uh, that the contestants have to do in order to gain points um, or to gain um, immunity that's that's what mm. I would basically um, recommend for it and it'd be it'd be great because people would ring up all the time Aaron what would you like to see happen um, in future season? I'd like to see them going back to basics, you know, like the old, the old Big Brother, and yeah, I'd just like to see them go back to basics and do less of the pre-recorded formats. Because to 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 be honest, the pre-recorded format is is not working really, is it? No. It's like, yeah, it doesn't. We we don't get to, we don't get to know the housemates as as often as we want like the, the, um, loads of things are being cut and stuff and you know so yeah what about you Brayden honey what would you like to see happen in, in future seasons um definitely the um when you ditch the pro quarter format um I pre-recording months in advance and then by the time the show comes out, it's just, mm. there's really no excitement anymore. And I think, um, you know, it doesn't need to be like every other reality show that I've watched, you know, where it's pre-filmed and then it comes out and there's a certain amount of episodes and then there's like food order. It doesn't need that. I don't think that Big Brother is a show that needs to conform to something so compact and so minimalistic. Um, and if we're going to go live, I would like to see live eviction for someone who's um, got to watch, you know, all the other seasons so far. I just the whole vibe 
of the eviction is, is so amazing. You know, you've got the host, you know, the eviction plank, the crowd chanting your name. Like, with the other two series, we just got a bunch of, oh, here's a package and then that's it. That's the end of the episode. I just think that there should be so much more with the helmet. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not really getting much from the Channel 7 housemates. I mean, as much as they're great people, I'm sure they are. We're just, I don't feel really a connection to them. And if I do, it's because of a gimmick that's been portrayed. And I don't like how the, how the show's been so heavily edited to the point there where, like, if you wanted to know the inside goth, you had to search up a podcast that's so underground and not a lot of people know about. And I just think, why do that when we could just be seeing the thing live as it is? I mean, there was Appalate with Mike Goldman. Why do you think that existed? Why do you think yeah. there were live feeds? on the Big Brother website back in the 2000s. Why don't we just go back to that? It's so much more thrilling and entertaining and it leaves Big Brother to be its own individual thing. That's the thing. It was its own thing and didn't need to change in the first place. I have to say, with the three of you, Buckets and you both, I have to say I agree the whole as good as Channel 7 is, let's go back to originality. Let's go back to basics because when you bring in 12 contestants and you bring in another four or six contestants 24 hours later and you make them do the first challenge, nominations challenge and then you evict them on the same night, it's like can we not evict them on the same night because you bring them in and evict them out? We don't know them from a bar of soap. I mean, why evict them in the first place? Can we just go back to getting 20 housemates and locking the doors for a week? Let them get to know each other. Let us get to know our housemates and their quirks and their personalities. And, you know, we, we love gossip. We thrive on gossip when it comes to Big Brother. It's, we get to see, you know, this, the, we, we get to see their fun side, their playful side. We get to see their serious nomination side. We get to see what I don't like is them talking about nominations to each other. I think gone are the days when you're told, no, you cannot talk about nominations. You have to keep the nominations and the points to yourself. That's actually one thing I actually do yeah. like about it though. I, I like them talking about the nominations because when they talk about the nominations, you'll, you'll, you'll start to find that they just get a little more, um, they, they get put into survival mode and they become a little more manipulative and things that they would normally do or say where, where they weren't normally allowed to say or do because they're not allowed to talk about nominations, all of a sudden the game changes because they talk about nominations and it freaks everyone out. So because it freaks everyone out, um, it's very interesting to see how they play. And that's actually one of the things I actually do like about it. One of the things I don't like about it, although... Um, is I don't like the fact when they say, um, usually during the ad break, 
um, is, um, you know, you decide who the winner is. Or, yes, yeah. Um, yeah. You decide. And it's like you only really get that um, choice at the end, mm. whereas in the old series, you could ring up at any time um, yeah. and, and um, by SMS or or by phone and basically um, choose who you want out. And you could do that as many times as you wanted. It wasn't just one vote. You could, if you wanted to, yeah. um, you could do like 50 votes to save someone or to vote someone out. And I thought that was great. Um, whereas now they just decide who stays, who goes, and it's up to them who decides. So you might really, really, really love Danny, right? Um, but yeah. if he basically doesn't score himself immunity, he's gone and there's nothing that can save him. Um, so that's why I would prefer it if, if I, it, was, it was up to the viewer to decide who stays and who goes. And that's, that's, that's my only thing that I don't like about the series is that um, the viewer has less control. Mm. I think the pre-record is quite sad because we don't things when when they pre-record we don't know what's exactly happening in that house. Yeah, we don't know what's being said. We don't know their behavior patterns. We don't know nothing. We just have to wait till it's it's kind of it's kind of like a pre-recorded season of a comedy where you see the beginnings of it and you're like, yeah, but I don't know if I like that person because it's just. When they say you decide, let's be real. There's, we don't really decide. No, yeah. no, yeah. their um, names are already the winners already predicted and announced, but we're paying for that winner's name. Yeah, so we yeah. we decided the last minute, and even then, um, you're really only allowed to vote one or two times um, per email, right? So, uh, I mean, I suppose you could rig it by basically coming up with you know, 60 different email addresses that you could create at your own will. But, uh, and I'm supposed if you're that determined, I mean, you, you could do it, but most people aren't going to do that. Most people are just going to do their, um, their vote, vote for who they like, and that's it. And I, I really think it's a missed opportunity um, for them doing that when really what you should be doing is charging people to ring up um, and vote. That way, Channel 7 or, or Channel 9 or Channel 10 or whoever actually has the rights to produce Big Brother um, gets money coming in to the studio. Um, and that means the cash prize gets bigger. And it also means that they know exactly how many people um, watch the show based off the current cash flow that's coming in. Can I ask you boys a question? Mm -hmm. do, you find, yeah. do you find the show and the challenges predictable like I, I find the show predictable I find the challenges the nominations are predictable because I feel like Channel 7's version of Big Brother is they they look I've found that they looked at or have been watching past series and seasons over the yeah. year and have introduced previous games into mm, this. yeah like do you find yeah. it's predictable Aaron yeah it's um it's it's become quite re rep repetitive like in the in the challenges I've, I've noticed like because because i've been at when i've been watching the um the 
the past seasons, I've been like, oh, they've they've done that in this season, they've done that in that season. So it 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 just becomes predictable um, towards the end. Yeah. What about you, Brighton? Yeah, I hundred percent agree. Um, if there's any sort of like, I guess. If there's any sort of like, I don't know, um, excitement, it's just, it's very short lived because, you know, you see the, you see the challenge and you're like, well, this came from Survivor, this came from the past series with Big Brother. And it's like, I understand that, you know, sometimes, you know, challenges do get repeated, but here's the thing. They always benefit the people that are physically stronger, not the people that aren't. The challenges should be mixed. If they're going to do go to this format and continue it on for many seasons, I don't know how long it's going to go for. I mean, the ratings are pretty questionable as it is. Um, then they need to mix it up. They need to make it a, a fair game they need to have mental challenges because, you know, not everyone's physically agile to do it. I mean, I know from experience, my, from my parents, my parents sometimes we watched together and they were like, they would be like, oh, Brayden, I don't know if you were in that house. We don't think that you would be able to do that. And I just think that, you know, it's robbing people from wanting to go on the show. It's, it's giving them a reason to not want mm. to apply because they know that they're going to be at a disadvantage for being shit at the challenges. And I also want to bring up this one thing. Philip, what you said about the whole, like, um, if we decide out of the final three, I think that's a really interesting point because one thing that I've noticed is that, like, the twist. Look, I understand that every series is going to have a twist and people are going to get fake evicted and whatnot, but last year's series proves that the production just choose who they want to be in the final three. They, they are the ones who decide who gets saved and who gets to come back in the house. Mm. And you look at it who are the you look at last year's series? Who are the people that got saved and you know by a twist and got to go to some secret yeah. bunker or some secret room? Yes. All of the people that were given the great edit to be the fan favorites. Now, I'm not saying that these people were edited to be good people because, for all we know, they could be good people, and again. That's another problem. We don't actually know who these people are inside and out. And yeah, it's basically production. Production is choosing who we choose to win out of the final three. It's not really our decision. So, yeah. I think you're right about that, that when it says you decide the end, I actually have to strongly agree because we don't get to decide the winner or the final three. I think you're right. Production does go okay these these contestants how many 
how much money are they making us? How many mm. viewers are we getting from them? Is it just their circle of family and friends? Yeah. Is it actual past Big Brother fans? Yeah. Is it new Big Brother fans? The, the other question is how live is it? Yeah, it's Be- not. Because yeah. the thing is, if you're constantly editing stuff, right, as you mentioned before, it's not really live. Um, it, it, I mean, I, I wish it was live because if it was live, we'd know everything that went down. Um, but it's not really live. The only time it's actually really live is when they do that final count, but that's about it. Um, what's happening? I have 10 minutes left to go. Yeah, here, here we go. Okay, let, let's get down to it before it zooms. Yeah. Um, before we run out of time. Before we run out of time for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get down to it. Do you think Big Brother should go back to 10? Yes or no? Uh, Aaron? Yes, definitely. Because because when it when it was on channel ten, um, it was it was more basic and like they didn't have much to do and it was life, you know. And yeah. What about you, Brain? Okay, so when it comes to the channel ten era which is what I'm watching at the moment, I do really like it. I think that it's the best iteration of Big Brother Australia. I I mean, look, do I think that we can get Gretel Colleen back as host? Mm. <laughs> probably not. I mean, she's 59 and she's probably moved on with her life. But here's the thing. I think that if if Channel 10 were to take Big Brother back, they should take some of the elements that Channel 9 had. I like the twist and the whatever. And I think that what I liked about Channel 10 is just how real and how almost uncut, pun intended, it is. That being a reference to Big Brother Uncut, which was a thing. um, I think that I mean, like it. I mean, it's just. I don't know. I think it really. I think if Channel Ten had the opportunity, they should take it back. And I mean, yeah, of course they have Survivor to go off of, but you know, if that was to subside and go away, I think that Big Brother should be something that they take back. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have, I have one more thing to say about that. Um, you're probably going to laugh at me for saying that, and that's okay because I like it when people laugh at me. Um, don't put it on Channel Seven or Channel Ten. Put it on SBS. <laughs> that way, if you put it on SBS, they can be as rated as they want, which is what I kind of like about it. Oh. What do you think? I agree. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it should go back on Ten, regardless. I think Ten needs to really revise, have a meeting, and going. Listen, it's about time we listen to our viewers. It's, you know, we need to go back to basics. And maybe if they take out neighbors. Oh God, I'd love that. If yeah. it took out, if they took out neighbors for Big Brother, I would be so happy. <laughs> yeah. Neighbors is like is like work placement for basically every other job in television. You know, that's where you start. <laughs> but let's be honest, like you know, if you think you're going to start a fifty year career and actually be in the movies, it's just not going to happen. Look, all I'm going to say quickly before time runs out is that get rid of neighbors, 
place on Big Brother, you've got a hit show. You've got three months mm-hmm. powerful. Let's bring back everything we know, which is the live nomina- nominations, the live evictions, people dressing up. Let's bring back the interviews. Let's bring back the secrecy, the naughtiness of it. Let's bring back the fun of it and the original voice of Big yeah. Brother. So I think that should be done. Mm-hmm. But that's it for now, I think. Thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to having you back on Catspace pretty, pretty soon. Thanks, Buckets. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. And we'll be on YouTube in a matter of minutes. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.